2: 20 minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack-A-Day Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thank you so much for making this part of your day. My name is Nick Schmitz and it is May 14th. Joining me today, Jimmy Christensen. Jimmy, it's been, what, like six weeks since we've done a show together?
3: Yeah, I've, I've missed you. I never thought yeah. I'd say that to you, Nick, but I've <laughs> missed you.
2: Yeah, well, the, the the feeling is mutual. Gage is unable to join us today. We, The three of us were off... Uh, during the draft period, um, just for different reasons, we just decided that uh, draft coverage was a good time to take a break from the show. Uh, let people—I don't—I won't speak for Jimmy, but I will speak for myself. Uh, I let people far more educated on draft stuff um, actually talk to you guys uh, than having to listen to me for thirty minutes. And like now that I'm back, it's not much different. But I at least know <laughs> that I don't know anything about the draft.
3: Oh yeah. No, that's the thing. Anything I would have said about the draft would have a hundred percent been made up and people would right. have been annoyed because I, I would have yeah, lied and just said stats that I knew <laughs> weren't real just for fun. So,
2: And yeah, and don't get me wrong. I love the draft. I just don't follow it enough to be able to give good insight on it. Like I watched, oh, yeah. I watched what I, I didn't watch day three because I, it was a Saturday. I had things going on, but I was, I was still following it. Um, but Round one, watched all of round one, watched most of rounds two and three, Uh, you know, so a lot of fun, but just not something that that I have a lot of expertise on. And Jimmy, while we're talking very quickly about the draft, can you please, just because I love your wife so much, can you please just share the story of what you told her that Friday of (laughs) when you were doing yard work? Like, I absolutely love that story.
3: Um, (laughs) (laughs)
2: you you, uh, You watch the draft Thursday night. And then you guys were out doing yard work Friday evening and you told her that you guys had to finish up. And why was that?
3: Because the draft was going to be on soon. And she said again, seriously, wasn't it yesterday? So she, uh, (laughs) she had no idea. And she was also annoyed because she was nine months pregnant while we're doing yard work. And here I am saying, Hey, let's hurry up because I want to watch the (laughs) NFL draft. So it didn't, it wasn't good, but, uh, the day before, too, I asked her not to go in labor so I could watch the draft. That also did not go over well uh, for her. But, uh, You know, you have another baby, so she's. About yeah, I was just
2: going to say I was, that was that was the next thing I was going to jump in on. Congratulations to you and Des and your family. Thank you, uh, thank you. And uh, the the name of our little girl, correct, is not Mabel. our but your. your, your, your <laughs> no, girl. You're, you're the second dad, Nick. Uh,
3: Mabel oh, okay. James.
2: Maple so, yeah. James, all right, awesome. Well, congratulations! That's very exciting. I I presume uh, Des and the family they're all doing well with with everything right now.
3: Yeah, yeah. We uh we got a little break. My parents took our oldest daughter to Arizona for a wedding, so we are uh, we just have two kiddos right now, both taking a nap. So Des is napping, and I am enjoying some quiet time. Uh, which is weird. I consider doing a podcast quiet time, but uh, it is for me. Uh, so yeah, finally getting back into a normal flow of life.
2: Fair enough. Well, congratulations. It's very exciting. Glad to know that everybody is uh, happy and healthy and doing well. So uh, that's really awesome. Uh, Green Bay just got another Packer fan. So that is yeah, that is awesome. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, let's let's get into the podcast. We got a couple of things, Jimmy, that we want to talk about today. Um, we're going to kind of save the. Biggest news for for the end here, but a couple of things that, you know, I mean, Aaron Rodgers now, you know, I think the last time we talked, Jimmy, he wasn't officially traded, correct? Correct. Yeah, Yeah, because I mean, the news uh, was out there. Yeah, it was the, the news was all still in limbo. So Aaron Rodgers gone now. Um, and, you know, with that, it seems like, you know, Green Bay is really kind of put towards a youth movement and I, I can't blame them. Um, you know, they've, they have they let Randall Cobb go and, um, you know, Adrian Amos has been out there and now they've given his number away. Uh, so more than likely, he probably isn't coming back Um you also have uh, Mercedes Lewis, Big Dog. Uh, I haven't seen the post, but I, I saw that he posted what looked like a, a goodbye uh, to Green Bay, which, um, again, not terribly surprising to see that. Um, but, um, you know, just just some guys that are moving on. And, um, you know, just, uh, you know, some quick thoughts from me, Jimmy, on it. Uh, you know, Adrian Amos was great while he was here. I understand why they're looking to get a little bit younger. Um, I know he was in his time here. He was awesome to have, although last year, you know, you, you saw quite a decline in play from him, um, which, you know, unfortunate, but you know, I, I, I don't know his exact age, but I'm guessing he's probably, you know, somewhere in his thirties at this point.
3: Um, and And that's um, the crazy part is he's, he seems like a player that should be way older than he actually is. Um, so he is just – he's not even – or he just turned 30 uh, April 29th. Oh, wow. Yeah, you'd he think he's like he 35.
2: Yeah, that was – yes. I, I thought he was much older than 30. So um, – but uh, it was – you know, he was – it was great while he was here. But, you know, I can understand Green Bay wanting to get younger and, um, you know – So there's that. And then Mercedes Lewis, not a surprise. I mean, I know everybody loved him. He was a fan favorite. But, I mean, from a production standpoint, you know, he wasn't much of a pass-catching tight end, hell of a run-blocking tight end. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's going to be, what, 40 this year, I think. Um, And, you know, he was kind of one of Aaron Rodgers' guys. And not that it's bad to have those guys around, but it really felt like once they moved off of him, you know, it was like you know, it felt like some of these guys were, like as much as I love Randall Cobb, like he was only back in Green Bay for his st- second stint because of Aaron Rodgers. Like yeah. he wasn't there because the front office wanted him there or thought that he needed to be there. Um, yeah, and like Mercedes Lewis, at least last year felt that way. That, you know, when they first brought him in, that may not have been the case. But last year, it really felt like he was there because Aaron was still there and Aaron wanted him around, which is fine. Um But it's just now that Aaron's gone, it probably doesn't make sense for Mercedes Lewis to still be here if he, you know, if he's even going to continue playing. Um And with Green Bay getting younger, I know some people have said, you know, that they don't have a whole lot of experience in that tight end room and it would have been great for him to be there to mentor some of those young guys. But, um, you know, yeah. I, I'm just you know, I, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really heartbroken for lack of a better term that that, you know, he's leaving as far as from a production standpoint. Uh, he was great to have around, but um, I totally get why Green Bay's doing it.
3: Yeah, no, 100%. Like, Big Dog, out of him and Amos, I understand moving on from Amos. um, We still, you know, unfortunately, uh, have Darnell Savage. I know he played a little bit better after he got benched and came back. Hopefully it's a wake-up call for him and he has a resurgence this year. Um, We just got Jonathan Owens. Uh, I'm sure he's annoyed about being called Simone Biles' husband, but that's Simone Biles' husband. Uh, Rudy Ford's there. We got Traverius Moore, who will probably be more of a special teamer. Anthony Johnson in the draft. So, like, it makes sense to move on from Amos, and he has had a regression. Seeing Big Dog go stunk, and you already hit on it, too. Just the main reason fans want him is, one, we love him, and, two, it's just such a young tight end room to get Musgrave and uh, Kraft in there in the uh, in the draft this year. So that, that part stinks, and he did – he mentioned in an article in The Ringer uh, last year – a big reason he was back, I thought too, was Aaron Rodgers, but he loved Matt LaFleur. He said if Matt LaFleur wasn't the coach, he probably would have retired by now. Uh, so he had big respect for Matt LaFleur. And I think he honestly would have came back to the Packers if there was mutual interest. And there might have been some, but at the same time, I think we saw the Packers half-ass half uh, half-assed the plan of Rodgers and Love, trying to try to do two plans at once. And I think now we see them just fully committing to, hey, we're going young. And letting we're gonna figure out what we have in these guys, and which you have to respect. Because all last year, towards the end of the year, a bunch of fans, myself included at some point, was just saying, play the young guys, get wide in there more, get some of them more inexperienced, see what you have. And now they're fully committing to do that. So as much as I hate to see Big Dog go, I respect the Packers for making the making the decision to stick to the plan, which we haven't really seen in the past too much sometimes.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, it's they're they're getting younger, um, you know, all across the board it feels like. I think I heard somebody say that they have three players on the roster over the age – that are age 30 or older.
3: 28 and, and older.
2: 28 and older. Okay. So, I mean, you talk about a youth movement. I mean, you know, to have three players on your roster that are over the age of 28, um, Devondre Campbell I think is one. Um,
1: yep. hell, I couldn't tell you
2: Bakhtiari's two, and I couldn't tell you who the third one is. Oh, I had it. In un, my brain un, unless so I forgot, I mean,
3: Herman just tweeted out too. So sorry, Herman. I know you own Packaday, but I don't remember your tweet.
2: <laughs> okay, well, so, but I mean, youth movement is definitely coming, which leads us into our big topic for the day. Um, it is, it's not official, but at the time of recording on uh, May 13th at about 3.30 p.m., uh, it came out earlier, but um, it sounds like the Packers are moving on from Mason Crosby. So there is a report that according to Molly Crosby, that's Mason's wife, uh, that Mason Crosby's time with the Packers has come to an end. There is nothing official yet from the Packers or from Mason Crosby. It is also... I my guess is that they are going to release him. I don't think he is retiring. Um I think he's a free although, agent. This year. Oh, is he a free agent? Yeah. Okay. Also, we uh, the
3: other person was uh Aaron Jones is twenty eight. So <laughs> we oh,
2: forgot probably the best I of all of them. Well <laughs> <laughs> well, he's so good we just assumed that there was no way he was twenty eight. Yeah, exactly. That's what we'll go with. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Mason Crosby, uh, I mean, 16 years in Green Bay, the Packers all-time leader in scoring. Um, I mean, he's – and he's just been a fixture and a staple. And, I mean, he had what? I think 2012 was the year that he had like his hiccup year where, you know, people were like, oh, is he kind of losing his touch? And then he came back. Uh, very strong after that. And then I think it was 2018 he had that one game against the Lions where he he missed, I think it was five kicks. Um, yep. But, I mean, you take those out and, I mean, you talk about Mr. Consistent. Um, he has just been – I mean, for the last 16 years, Jimmy, with the exception of that 2012 season, like, when he has gone out to kick field goals, like, I felt very confident – that he was going to get the ball through the uprights. Now, the last couple of years, I wasn't super confident that the ball was going to be held correctly for him, or that the blocking <laughs> was going to be good for him. Yeah, but I was like, if the ball gets into the air, you you had like I felt really good that you know the kick was going through. And yes. sure, he's had he had yips. You know, he had the game against the Bengals that he redeemed himself. Two years ago, you know, he missed all those kicks and you're just like, what's going on? Um, but, I mean, the moments were few and far between uh, where he was, you know, just, you know, not making kicks. And, yeah. I mean, to, to see him go, uh, you know, so w- at the time of recording, I have yet to talk to my wife, who is probably the biggest <laughs> Mason Crosby fan on the planet. So yeah, um, She's going
3: to be uh... – She's gonna be heartbroken. <laughs> yeah,
2: there's gonna be lots of drinking tonight. I think in my house. So <laughs> I, respect um, it. I respect it. So, but I mean, it's 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 sad to see him go. But you know, Jimmy, uh, like it it goes it goes right in line with what we we're talking about with Mercedes Lewis and Adrian Amos. As much as I love Mason, he's what like 38. I think. Um, you know, he's he's getting up there in age, and I mean, you can definitely see. Uh, you know, the, the decline in his leg. I mean, there was at one point, yeah, I just looked it up. He'll, he'll be, he'll be 39 in September. So, I mean, that's, you know, it's pretty up there for a kicker. Um, and I mean, you can see the decline in his leg. He doesn't have the, the strength that he once did. I mean, there was, you know, like in the prime of his career, like, you'd put him out there for a 60 yard field goal and i was like yeah it's going to get there whether it goes through the upright is is one thing but um you yeah. know he had a hell of a leg but you know that's declining and i mean you know the nfl today like i mean when i was a kid jimmy and you're about the same age as i am when when we were kids like kicking a 50 yard field goal was like a big deal yeah like oh yeah that was a that was a big deal and Like, I remember the 96 season when the Packers played the 49ers on Monday night football, uh, Chris Jackie kicked a 53-yard field goal in overtime to beat the Niners. And, like, that was a big deal. Yeah. Like, they made a big deal out of that kick. And, like, now if you – like, a 53-yard field goal is just, like, the expectation. And, like, mm-hmm. then you do it regularly, like 90-plus percent, you know. So, you know, if if you can't kick longer field goals – you know, and get them there at a consistent consistent pace. Like it's it's hard to kick in the league, you know, these days if you can't do that. And not that Mason can't do that, but I mean I I gotta be honest, I think it was the Vikings game he kicked uh it was the Vikings or the Lions game at the end of the year. He kicked a fifty three yard field goal. I think it was against the Vikings that like hit the crossbar and bounced in. Yeah. Yep. And then he had one I think the following week against the Lions that was like Bounced 50 out. yards and it, and it or it fell short or something. Yeah. Like, you know, and like that's just the kind of thing that we're not used to seeing from Mason Crosby. That's my dog, everyone. My apologies. People are home and he's all excited.
3: Uh,
2: you know, that's just not the type of thing that we're used to seeing and I mean, at the end of the day, you know, in this league, you've got to be able to make those kicks regularly. And if you can't do that, I can totally understand why the Packers are moving on. They, they, you know, they drafted a kicker in the draft, which was kind of an indication that, you know, he might be gone. But, um, you know, 16 years is a long time, Jimmy. But, I mean, we said the same thing about Aaron, and we're starting over there, too.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate That's Indeed.com slash wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story
3: of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne. Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, it it sucks to see him go. He was such a staple uh, for the team, and he was, yeah, he was there for so long. Uh, but, like you said, it was time to move on. You could tell, and I know Goody said he had some, uh, I think he said he had like a knee surgery this offseason just to kind of clean stuff up, and it just didn't really heal like uh they were expecting which had some of the issues we had the holding stuff last year it just it it kind of was the perfect storm to be like okay you did your time you're a Packers legend all-time leading scorer now it's just time for us to to move on which it stinks but we'll see how this new kicker is it's one of uh Rich Basaccia's guys uh coach's brother in Oakland I believe it was so hopefully uh hopefully it all turns out because he has, we talk about love having big shoes to fill. And I know obviously a quarterback's much more important than a kicker, but I would also hate being the the first new kicker uh, to start for the Packers after Mason Crosby. Um, Yeah. So hopefully it turns out, hopefully we have another Favre to to Roger situation in the kicking realm, but uh, who knows?
2: Yeah. Well, and like I said, at this moment, it is unofficial news. Um, so at the time of recording, when we're talking about this, not official yet, but it seems like, um, like that's going to be the case. And in honor of Mason Crosby, uh, Jimmy, uh, you and I decided that it would be, um, a good honor to him to go over our, uh, top three Mason Crosby moments. Uh, we do have an honorable mention as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. but Jimmy, I will, um, I don't know if you have a particular order to yours, um, but uh, I know that I do. So, uh, but I will let you start yours off. And if we, if you want, just want to go three to one, and yeah. we can we can rock it like that. So, uh, what is your number three, Mason Crosby moment?
3: Uh, so I did for my first one. I kind of cheated. I did a whole year. I did the year after um, he had that debacle uh, at Ford Field where he missed those five field goals. Uh, the next year he came back, and because that was the second time, really, I felt like people are like. Do we still want him? Is he still the guy? Uh, he came back and killed it that next season. Uh, he went 22 for 24. Uh, just com- definition of Mr. Reliable that season. He he dominated. So I want to give him credit. His bouncing back was something that I've always loved about him. If he had a bad game, you always expected him to kind of turn it around. Uh, number two, I actually um, – I changed mine. I have a, a late edition. Uh, I took out the petty one that you'll get to, which I'm full support of. But <laughs> I right. I actually did Mason Crosby forcing that fumble against the Vikings uh when when Cordo Patterson was going, uh which would have given him a twenty
2: seven. Yeah, that was two thousand and fifteen. They that was the last game of the season uh Sunday night mm-hmm. football for the division, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, forced that fumble. Um so that was just an incredible play. You don't get a lot of kicker tackles, let alone uh, kicker force fumbles. So I love that one. And then my number one um, was the game winner uh, in Dallas in 2016 in the playoffs uh, after that beautiful Jared cook catch. He made one right after, right after Dallas called the timeout, but in true Mason Crosby fashion came back out and made another one to, to win the game. So that was probably my, my favorite Mason Crosby kick. Just because you you gotta love beating Dallas, especially in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, I mean to go to the NFC title game. um, Yeah, that was uh, that that one is also on my list. Um, So my number three, I I kind of tweaked mine because. When you pointed out that, that the the one that you removed was a petty one, which I fully agree is very petty, um, I felt that it had to go to number three because it's a petty pick. <laughs> uh, uh, it was going to be at number two, but I put it to number three. Uh, two, uh, 2021, week two versus the 49ers, um, Sunday night football, after Aaron Rodgers moved the Packers into field goal range in 37 seconds with no timeouts. Um, mostly because I think we can all pretty much here agree that, I mean, it's a family show, so I'll keep it clean, but nobody likes the 49ers. Exactly. Like, like just plain and simple. Nobody likes the 49ers. Um, I remember him making that kick. Um, a, I scared the hell out of my dog, uh, cause <laughs> I was so loud. Um, and I actually lost my voice the next day. Like, like, That's I awesome. like very, very gravely sounded like I'd been smoking for 30 years, Um, and so, uh, that's, that's my number three moment. Uh, my number two moment, uh, 2019 against the lions, uh, at Lambeau, he kicked the game winner with no time left. Um, and that was very shortly, I believe that summer, his wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, and I know that that moment for him was, you know, a pretty big moment. He did his, he did his one and only Lambeau leap after that, after that kick. Um, so that was just really cool to see, uh, given that everything he and his family had gone through, um, you know, just, you know, I, I believe that was a Sunday night game, Sunday, Monday. I don't remember. Uh, I think it was a Monday night game, but so primetime game and just being able to, to do that with everything that he had gone through, um, And then number one is the divisional round kick against the Cowboys. I mean, playoffs, big spot. You're beating the Cowboys. Um, They were the number one seed. And, I mean, and the fact that he did it twice, the fact that he made that kick twice, because the first time it was literally right down the middle, and the second time he kicked it, like it felt like it wavered to the left just enough that I was like, ah, damn, he pushed it. And I yeah. thought he missed it, and it just bent right back in. And it's like it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. So, uh, and then Jimmy, our honorable mention that we came up with, is a kick that Mason Crosby missed. Uh, and if I think of it, I will tweet out <clears throat> the the video link to it. Um, in case you're not familiar with it, I believe it was back. Was that 2012 that he did that? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, 12 or I'm going to look at twelve or fourteen. Oh, let me see if I can find it here quick. I of course I already had it up at one point, so you know why? Why would I still have it up? Um, but anyway, it was the last game of the season against the Lions, and he they it was right before the end of the half, and Green Bay called for a fair catch uh, with no time left, but apparently there's a rule that you get a free kick. And so Mason Crosby kicked a 69 yard field goal as a free kick. And he came like two yards short. Um, and even though he didn't make it, it was just a, it was fun. Right. Cause I mean, when was the last time anybody saw a free kick in a, you know, professional football game. Um, but also like in the freezing cold at Lambeau to kick a 69 yard field goal and come like two yards short, like it's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, but um, but yeah, and then, you know, Jimmy, one other moment I thought of, um, just because it was, it, it, it's, you know, again, a little bit of its recency bias, but um, his game against the Bengals in, in 21, uh, where he missed all those kicks and he finally got redemption in overtime, what I think the second time in overtime, uh, made the field goal to beat the Bengals and the first player off the bench to greet him was Aaron Jones. Um, that was just a cool moment for him. You know, again, like you said, just that ability to bounce back, you know, missing all those kicks. Um, you know, I think he had three kicks in that game that would have won it. Um, yeah. Missed three of them. And, you know, fortunately for him, you know, he got that fourth time as a charm and and it worked out for him. So, I mean, you know, and that's the thing is he had that's, – that's the sign of a great career is that – we're sitting here, and I we could talk for another twenty minutes. I'm sure about you know kicks that he's made. That's a sign of a great career. That it's difficult to just give you three. Um, yeah. we 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 cheated and gave you two honorable mentions. Um, <laughs> but I mean, hell of a career. <clears throat> I got to say, at this point, I I just hope he retires. Like, yep, same here, um, and and not because I don't want him to play. Anymore, but just because like he had such a great career with Green Bay, and just just let it, let it be like that, right? Like, don't yeah. go elsewhere. Don't make us have to root for another team, you know. And like, and don't don't give another team that we really dislike the opportunity for us to have to root for them. Like, don't go yeah. to San Francisco or Dallas or anything like that. Like, you know, go go somewhere fun. Like, I don't know. Just 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 retire. Just just make it easy for all of us. We we love you. We want to see you happy. And you know, if you're not going to be with us, be retired. Be with your family. That'd be awesome. But um, the best to Mason and his family. If this is truly official, um, yeah. Like I said, yeah. you know, we're it's not official. Official at the time of recording, but it seems like um, it seems like that is the direction that the Green Bay Packers are moving with their kicker. So um jimmy any last minute thoughts here before we wrap
3: up no i'm all out i got a text from des saying baby's up and i need to go help <laughs> so all i right. have no more thoughts all right well just real quick jimmy if people want to follow your work get in touch with the how can they do that uh you can follow me on twitter jimmy underscore c08 uh anything i do will be there it's kind of the dead season so i'll be sporadic but i'll be uh consistently on pack a day um so yeah follow me on twitter and you'll hear my lovely voice on sundays
2: all right, awesome! And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at producer Nick LB, uh, and that will wrap things up for today. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. If you uh, if you have nice weather, I know Jimmy and I, we've been dying for this nice weather, so. Go enjoy it if you haven't. It. Um, and you know, it's just that time of year where I don't really know if you definitely have nice weather, before, unless it's raining or hot. But um, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Stay tuned. We'll keep you covered all throughout the offseason right here on the Pack a Day podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, go, Pack Go.
1: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why?